special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, team. I'm Fitz Kohler, one half of Team Noisy, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 269 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. It's time to flash back a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks. Just a couple of weeks. We, I think we, we took a pause at an appropriate moment to put out giving Tuesday information. And that, yes, I think that was important to do and mm-hmm. to share that info and get everybody in the, who, who are in the holiday spirit, get them in the giving mood and, and yeah. do what we can to help. Anybody who has followed the show for any length of time in the <sighs> recent past or just all together in almost seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Know that the Donna Foundation is near and dear to our heart, and to highlight what they do for those who are battling breast cancer and their families, as well as cutting edge research. Very important to highlight. Now we can flash back to what we did on Thanksgiving. Yes, we've covered turkey trots in the past from. Areas down near Estero, Florida, Mm -hmm. up to Orlando. Typically, a a turkey trot is a local race for most people. Now, that said, a lot of people travel for the holidays. True. And you may be traveling down here to Southwest Florida. And if you are, we want to let you know that you get a great option. And we're going to talk about that option today, which is the Fort Myers turkey trot. That's the one we're going to be talking about on this week's episode. And it's a 5K. Yes, it is a 5K. I don't know. Are many, do many turkey trots go further than 5K? I don't think so. I think. I don't know that I've ever heard of any. That's a traditional distance. Although if anybody in the Runcation Nation knows one that is longer than 5K, reach out to us. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. We'd like to maybe check it out on a future episode. Mm -hmm. And travel and be thankful at the same time. Exactly. But when you're talking about Thanksgiving, Mm. yeah, there's turkey trots, there's runs, Mm -hmm. but it's really all about the eat and drink with family and friends. True. And we've got some fantastic food and beverage made by friends of the show. We have just phenomenal food and beverage for fall and thanksgiving it's perfectly themed to go with a turkey trot and i just you can only get this pairing that we will discuss during the fall cocktail menu and the month of november at nice guys pizza 
And that's Nice Guys Pizza here in Cape Coral, Florida. So this is going to be a, a very local-centric episode this week. But Fair. I encourage you all, stick with us, because by the end of it, if you are coming here, you know where you need to go. And mm-hmm. if you haven't thought about coming down here, we're going to give you some reasons to do so. That's right. But before we get to the running, the eating, and the drinking, you've got some shout-outs for us, Amy. I do. I do. And we're going to start with Dawn of Dawn Be Joyful, who is raising funds for the multiple sclerosis and training for Goofy in January, which is the half marathon and the full on the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. And part of her training was to complete the LSU Tiger 10K. Very nice. My favorite distance. That's your favorite distance because it's long enough to challenge you, but... Short enough not to screw up your whole day. Exactly. So congratulations, Dawn. And I loved the, the sparkle skirt. I loved the whole color scheme. You were decked out in LSU colors. LSU fashion. Congratulations to you on your 10K. We also have a shout out for Jennifer Fink for hitting her PR for an ultra marathon this year. And last week she hit a PR in the Freedom Frosty 5K as well. And one that's not listed, I just wanted to say it's not a race that has been passed, but is going on this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say good luck to Babs. We had Babs on for Giving Tuesday to talk about the mission of the Donna Foundation and why it's so important to give to the Donna Foundation and to run the Donna Marathon Weekend. She has been overcoming injury, and she is in Honolulu, Hawaii, and she's going to take on the marathon there. And she's posting a picture of... I, th- I believe it is her gear that she's going to run in, and the shirt features a quote from Catherine Switzer that we've had on the show. Very nice. We've had her on the show. I can We can say that. She's a big deal. Once in a lifetime thing. It could be twice. We would love it. Yeah. Again. Yes. <laughs> at, at any rate, she is, it, it's often when she recounts the first ever running of the Boston marathon. She will, she put it in her book. She talks about it in interviews. And when she tells the story of running the Boston marathon before women could, she, she says that it's on Bab's shirt that says I, if I've got to finish this race, even if I finish on my hands and knees. So I think Babs is going to pleasantly surprise herself and just kill it. We certainly hope so. So best of luck. We can't wait to see the photo of her crossing the finish line upright, not on hands Hands and knees. knees. So good luck, Babs. And congratulations for getting this far. Can't wait to hear about the the whole journey. So if you would like a shout out for you or someone else that you love on the show, email us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net or... Call us and leave us a message. Leave us a voicemail at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. Maybe 30 seconds to a minute. Shout out somebody in the Runcation Nation for a running accomplishment, a training accomplishment, an accomplishment period. We've shouted out many before. And it could be for you or someone you know and love. But let us make them or you. Runcation Nation famous. Okay. Let's talk running. This one we didn't have to fly to. This one we didn't have to drive a great distance to. We didn't have to get up at what you like to call, oh, dark ridiculous. No. Well, no. We were still up early for a holiday. Early. It's not Disney early. Not run Disney early. Nothing's run Disney early. Mm. I think we got up pretty early to go to the Moffat race. That was because we had a two-hour drive ahead of us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's not... If we were in Tampa, we wouldn't have stayed gotten up that early. That's true. Fair. Okay. So we decided to run the Fort Myers Turkey Trot. We, we looked at several in the area. Mm-hmm. There's one here locally in 
Cape Coral. There's one down in Estero. There's Elite Events does the one in Estero. And we've done that one a couple of times on the mm-hmm. show. And Mercola Market has one here in Fort Myers or in Cape Coral rather. Yes. And then but we chose the Fort Myers one because it is a storied one. It has history. It's tied to the Edison Ford estates here. Yeah. A lot of people don't know it. Henry Ford and Thomas Edison were essentially neighbors. And yeah. Their winter estates are right there next to each other, and they've got a kind of a living museum. The gardens are still kept. The grounds are still kept. You can tour through the homes. They decorate them for the holidays. And right after the Fort Myers turkey trot is when they kick into high gear to to decorate for Christmas. So it's really the last time you see it for a couple months without lights and all that. Mm -hmm. So we registered for it. Mm -hmm. And what I really want to do is shout you out because unbeknownst to me, they they have packet pickup the morning of the race. Yes. But it was so nice that Dana actually picked up our packets. And what was that like? It was super painless. Uh, Very simple. They had a nice tent set up there at the Edison Ford Estates right there at the visitor center. You, and what was it, the Wednesday before that you picked it up? It, yeah. The, our picked them up, our packets. Yeah, <laughs> just walked right up, gave them our names. They handed it to me. Boom. It was absolutely seamless. The only quote-unquote hiccup was in registration. I registered and for an XL instead of a 2XL shirt. Oh. I should have. And they were so short on shirts, they would not do any swaps. Mm. Uh so, in fact, they had sent out emails prior saying that they were having more shirts printed. Oh. So, they said, if you want to swap your shirt, you can do so after the race and oh. see what they have left. It was a yellow shirt this year. A yellow shirt with the logo that's in the episode artwork. And, it, you know, there's like the Model T there and pictures of the two gentlemen and um, very historical figures. And not just related to Florida, but, and yeah, there's a big deal too. And I want to say this was the 44th running of it. I think I'm right. I believe you are now registration was online. It was super easy. That was, was it run sign up? Yes. Yeah. So I like their site. It, super easy to Very. navigate. Just, it was just user error on my part for not doing the, the shirt That's okay. correctly. <sighs> Honestly, going there for packet pickup, they have a parking lot. So you pull into the parking lot, you walk over there. You could, it couldn't have been any easier. And you can pick all. up for someone else. They had no problem with that. Okay. And they had packet pickup the morning of, mm-hmm. but it was nice. And I like the, the swag bags, reusable orange grocery bags, you know, yeah, the like ones a shopping you tote, like shopping tote. And in it was the yellow shirt, and that was a cotton shirt. Yes. So I would For not me, advise. This is a shirt you would wear after running the race. Not running in it, because I feel like cotton, even when it's not humid, is cotton. Even not when it's, even when it's cooler right? or not humid, once you start sweating in it, Ugh. it becomes a, a yeah. it becomes sandpaper on your skin especially if you're doing long distance runs right so we've been pretty good about eliminating cotton from our running wardrobe indeed whenever so possible. this is not in the running shirt drawer this is in the t-shirt drawer but i thought it was interesting also in the grab bag was some rice we had some rice in the bag yeah, this is like a packet of pre-seasoned, pre-cooked rice. Yeah, so um, like you nuke them. Yeah. It's like the packets of rice that you see, the ready rice that's a, like a minute and a half in the microwave, and I, then it's... I think that might be the first time we've received rice. In it a, is a first, in a, and this is why I bring it up. It's, it's interesting sometimes what you find in swag bags. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, and rice is not, is that something typical of some kind of dish at thanksgiving or not no i don't know of one not certainly not in in any tradition that i've discussed i'm sure some households out there make a rice dish of some sort for me it's all about the dressing yeah for sure i don't need i don't need those substandard carbs not that rice isn't probably delicious i'm i'm sure it is i'm just saying that on thanksgiving it's about the dressing yeah so very 
or mashed potatoes. Or mashed potatoes. Also yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will like accept either answer. A, a combination of those are acceptable. And why can't you just make us like the perfect bite? Well, Any, we're going anyway. to get to that in the, anyway. food, in the food segment. Yes. So this race started at 730 in the morning. Yeah. We left the house by about 630, 640. Mm-hmm. For us, it's about a 20 minute drive from our house over into Fort Myers and to that section of Fort Myers parking. It's cut now. It's interesting. The Edison and Ford States attract tons of visitors every year. However, the parking lots are not very large and no, I want to say that they said it was 9,500 runners. I believe that's right. Total in all of their events, because they actually had more than one distance. They had a kid's event for a one miler. Mm -hmm. Total of 9,500 participants. The parking was is actually surprisingly good. The event, if you're not familiar with this part of Fort Myers, it's right in kind of the river district of near downtown. The homes are right on McGregor Boulevard, which is a main thoroughfare, but it is a high end neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and it's a two-lane road. Oh, yeah. The side streets are where you have to park. Now, they did have some designated parking and some, I think, some partnerships that they had done with some of the local businesses. But people were parking mm-hmm. within a block or two yeah, and then just bad. walking. You could park along the side streets. You could park. There were some empty fields that you were able to park in. I the, the This is our second or this is our second time doing this. Race. Each time we've never had an issue with parking. no issue. It was a like a two minute walk from our car to the the main gate where we yeah ran. the main gate the that there were a lot of people running this race mm-hmm. a lot of people so we were almost pouring out onto McGregor yeah then the race volunteers and organizers were being very polite but firm <laughs> with everybody and getting on the bullhorns and telling them to get out of McGregor Boulevard. McGregor is, like I said, it's a two-lane yeah, road, but it very, is a thoroughfare. It's very, very heavily busy. traveled. Mm-hmm. It's a main artery. Yeah, so, very busy. Now, and one of our favorite breweries is right there. Oh, within a block, yeah. Yeah. Actually, we could have parked at their parking lot. It we probably would have been could fine. have. We prob- Alex probably would have. I don't know if... They uh, weren't even open. But can you imagine... To have a post-race Coastal Days beverage. That would have been a great opportunity if he could have opened for a couple of hours and yeah. had like tastings, Coastal Days, like, like maybe tastings. Even. Yeah. Just, that would have been great. Yeah. Or, oh. or just to have his beer at the finish line. Oh, yeah. Great. Either way. Fantastic. Either way. Unfortunately, that was not the case. Now, well, they do have a sponsor and they did have beer oh, of at the course. end. We'll talk about that in a second. Naturally. And not that was bad. But we're fans of Alex Tatko and what he's doing over at Coastal Days. So we're just like putting it in there if anybody in the ether is listening. Alex. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Let's see. We talked about parking. We talked about packet. There were no corrals. Pre-race, a party. I don't know if I would call it a party. They have, it's a big open courtyard garden area. Yes. They had the the packet pickup tent there and then really we got there in perfect time to go drop our bags or no i take that back we didn't even have to do that because you picked uh, we up did our that, baggage we did so. that last year yeah so we ended up just going right in hanging out for a bit and then going to line up and you the lineup is right where it was last year which mm-hmm. was you walk out into McGregor, you go south of McGregor to the next cross street, hang a right. There's a gated, it's not really a gated community. That's not really. It does have a gate it, though. It's Ask. a neighborhood that has a decorative arch and a statue. The statue has been destroyed during Hurricane Ian. They mm-hmm. actually put up, erected a, a wooden box around it to hide it. Because right yeah. now they're trying to get that, raise money and get that fixed. Yeah. But you line up in the neighborhood and then they yeah. have the start line in the, right in the neighborhood. And right in the neighborhood. It's it's a it's a gun start, mm-hmm. and yeah. you go, and you go on this very short side street, and then you go right, you go out into neighborhoods, and volunteers are set up at the cross streets at in the neighborhoods, and you also have 
water stop volunteers and you have police officers. Mm -hmm. Fort Myers PD was so, out in force doing a great job with traffic control. So it's a combination of those of volunteers, water stops, and then and then the police that, that made it a nice, safe course. But then there were people from the neighborhoods that came out to cheer. This was very nice to see. Yeah. Last year we saw it. This year I think we saw more. Mm -hmm. So it seems to be growing. It does. It does. Where people are making it kind of part of their Thanksgiving morning to grab some lawn chairs and come out to the driveway. Have and, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Cheer people on. Yeah. And it was it was really nice. Some people set out uh, water bowls for dogs. Yes. And there were, and some of them had inflatables. There's like an inflatable shark. There was in, uh, that had. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. The there was costumes. It, not, it was not themed to Thanksgiving, but there, and there was an inflatable turkey that said happy thanksgiving that jessica member of the runcation nation she got a shot of and let us use in the episode artwork and people were just so nice on the course and those faster runners that were coming back because it was an out and back yeah it's an out, an out and back the start and the finish are not in the exact same spot but they're very mm -hmm. close you actually finish in the back driveway of the Edison Ford Winter Estates. Yeah. But you start out on the road. Mm -hmm. um, but the start and finish line are within, I th probably within 200 yards of each other. I mean, yeah. They're, they're in a straight line. It's it was just really nice. It was, it was nice to see some of those faster runners coming back and being able to cheer people and high five people. I always like that about a 5k race that is well any race that is like that where because i think that runners like we've said it's a day to be thankful and there were many people out there that were just being thankful that they're moving and spending time with family and it's a holiday to be grateful oh yeah so yeah and i always like seeing it because it's typically around here what we've seen is the high school and collegiate age track kids oh yeah they come out and they just blow your socks off they could do the doing, course twice they yeah they really could three times you know, whatever and, and they're doing four plus minute miles mm -hmm. and just screaming down the road but mm. they're they're killing it and yeah. they they just did a phenomenal job with mm -hmm. it um i what i like about the course is that you are running through an older established neighborhood in fort myers yes. it's generally very pretty it's completely yes. flat completely so flat. paved we love that you don't have any overpasses or bridges you nope. don't have any hills because mm -hmm. we don't have those here in southwest florida and no it not was, even an overpass in this no not at all so it was a very pleasant, fast, flat, paved course that yeah. if you wanted to come out and try to PR, the you only could. thing I would say for that is that it is a chip-timed race. Yeah. At the beginning, it's very crowded. Yes. Lots of people in a small area. So lots of people in a small area. So you got to be mindful of that. Yeah. Like you, you, you're not going to go out as fast as you might want to unless you get to the very front. And when we got to some of the water stops, I think that they had gotten behind a little bit on prepping some of the cups of water. So, mm -hmm. so some of us who were in the middle or the back of the pack overwhelmed them. It was just <laughs> so if you were trying to PR, you might not have stopped there, but it was just nice to run into people there and it, it's it and we had and jessica was there from the runcation nation christy and greg mm -hmm. were there from the runcation nation it just and as i was coming in jessica took footage of me coming in and finishing the 5k because this year i was using it to try out some new intervals and and i know that you were trying something different yeah. So I was trying to just go and uh, go. see if I could. Man. Yeah. Sans any real adequate training. I'm still having fits with my Achilles tendon mm -hmm. on my left foot down by my heels. I was just like, I'm going to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. We're going to run, the, do the intervals and yeah. plug away. I was just trying to beat my time from Tampa at the uh, miles from Moffitt. That was my goal, which I did not accomplish. No. No. That, you were close though, right? No, I was no? close, but that very crowded start. Oh. 
Yeah. There was no running to be done, really, for the first few minutes of the race. It's okay, so, though. Not if you're trying to beat your time, it's not. But so, I was just like, eh, okay. How, you weren't that far off, though. No. but So. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that start was just going to be a moment to warm up. And look around and smile and watch some of the families together. And so I just took that time to warm up. And then I was out there trying trying a 320 ratio. And how was that? I, I like, drive so, people so that's a crazy. one to seven. I drive people crazy with my weird ratios that Jeff has had me try. And it's nice to be e-coaching with him again and conversing. And he's managing me when I get overwhelmed about, oh my God, like all this, am I going to be ready for a race has come after the new year? And it was good. I think I just, you got to get your cadence drills and your acceleration gliders are key in this with shorter intervals, but I think with intervals period, but, but with the longer intervals, you have more time to ramp up and ramp down. Mm -hmm. But with the shorter ones, you really have to refine your cadence and your turnover. Yeah. And so I, and that's the message that I gave to him is, yeah, I improved from the last 5K that we did. Miles for Moffat. No, you did 5K. I did 10K. That's right. That's right. So it was the last 5K that we did that I improved on. No, you weren't there. It was the Veterans Day 5K. I had improved on that. And maybe it's because there wasn't a bridge. I don't know. But terrain matters. Oh, yeah. But I just, it felt pretty good. I And then another weird ratio I do is 624. And I didn't do any of that at that turkey trap. But I don't know which one I'll fall on when it comes to the more to the big races that we have planned starting in 2024, but it felt good. It just felt good to be out there and doing that and practicing what I have been training and realizing that I needed to do more of the cadence drills, more of the acceleration gliders and more strength training. Hello. But it was a great race and I felt great at the end overall. And so the race finishes, you yeah. end up back in that open garden area there at the Edison Ford Winter Estates. Mm -hmm. And we ended up connecting with, with everybody. Yeah. We, we, we saw Jessica, we saw Greg and Christy. We ended up going over to basically, they had a little beer garden set up. It was nice. Yeah, they have a like a big archway and a tent. The tent is where you could go get your free banana. And they had bagels from the Bagel Factory. Yeah, they had the Bagel Factory. The Bagel Factory is big at these local races. Yes. Very and good. They do a great job. And we ended up getting ourselves a sip of the beer at the end, which they were yeah. offering McUltra. Yes. At the end. Oh. Yes. So it's what? It's a, I think it's a bready offering. Super light, very light body, mm -hmm. like 4.2 or 4.7 ABV. And they were little. And they were the little shorty cans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like half a can. Yeah. So it was nice. It was nice to be able to get pictures with all of them and to just mingle and be a part of post-race with runners and just everybody. The You can tell that the endorphins of the day really put everybody in a good mood to get ready for some Thanksgiving meals. Oh, absolutely. So I think... We we haven't always had the tradition of a turkey trot, but ever since we have started it, I just love that we have that and highly recommend doing that on that holiday. Yeah. Now, whether it's going to be something local for you where you're at or if you're traveling for the holiday, take a look around. You'd be surprised at how many communities are hosting turkey trots somewhere to raise money for Insert charity here. Oh, sure. All, almost all of them have a charity of some kind attached to them. We would highly recommend the Fort Myers Turkey Trot for those that are going to be coming to Southwest Florida during the Thanksgiving holiday. You yeah. can. We're going to have links in the show notes so you can see their run sign-up page. And yes. Get an idea for what the process was like if you've never used it before. But, so um, easy. Keep this one in the back of your mind, especially if you're coming down this way. Or if you're even going to be coming... Near this area, there there are tons of turkey trots. The 
or Thanksgiving morning, sometimes you got to pick which one you want to do. And maybe it's worth a little bit of a drive to, to go and do it. Yeah. I, who knows what we'll do next year. It, it, it may be just a, a year to travel the year we went to Orlando. It was a great time and just, you, you never know. And if you want to recommend to us a Turkey trot that we should travel to, let us know. Info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Email us or give us a call. That is right. 941-677-2733. All this talk of running. Really, has it made you hungry? I'm, theoretically, I haven't been hungry since Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, and, and what we're going to talk about is part of the reason why. Because hmm. our favorite pizzeria here locally yes friends of ours and friends of the show nice guys pizza mm -hmm. every year they have an offering that comes around and we are so happy to see it when it does very excited and this year is no different this is one of their specialty pizzas and, and we've we talk about them from time to time on the show um they are patrons of and supporters yes. but we've loved them from literally from day one from them being open that's why we're like customers one and two we would recommend them no matter what they make a Oh. A, a lot of different specialty pizzas from brunch pizzas that are similar to uh, a bagel and lox to a pizza that has sliced meats and hot honey They're offerings that are outside the norm, that are unique, are mm. real, I think, really where they shine. They well, do traditional pizzas. Yeah, but the pizza that reeled us in would have been the truffle shuffle. Which is a white pizza with mushrooms and mm -hmm. onions and truffle oil. And fried sage. And fried sage. Delicious. This, that's the one that hooked us. Mm-hmm. But this one keeps us coming back every Thanksgiving. And this is yes. called the wishbone. I love that it's called the wishbone. <laughs> Has it always been called the wishbone? I don't know if it always was. They did settle on that name at least a couple of years ago. Yeah. And this is a pizza uh, that doesn't have sauce. No, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. It doesn't need <laughs> it. The pizza is topped with things like turkey confit. <laughs> the, the crust is made stuffing out of stuffing crust and then it doesn't need red sauce or white sauce because it has gravy and mashed potatoes and then if that wasn't enough it has corn cheese cranberry and fried sage yeah so essentially <sighs> it's all the best parts of thanksgiving dinner Oh my. Spread out on a flatbread and baked. It's now let me just tell you, I think it's one of the heaviest pizzas that they have. And wait, I don't mean the way it sits in your stomach. Wait. Yes. And I think that's because they, they are using mashed potatoes and as gravy the, as, as the, the sauce. Yes. Those are your things that are adhering the toppings to the bread. And turkey confit. What confit? What is that? What does that do? Essentially, you're taking the turkey meat and you're cooking it in fat. I'm guessing, since we didn't think to ask. Oh, that's true. There, if you're cooking it, like basically almost poaching it in fat, they're probably doing it in... If I were a betting person, it's probably going to be bacon fat. You think? Wouldn't surprise me. I don't know, but it was we'd tender turkey. Yeah, we'd have to ask. And they might not give away all of their secrets. No. Let's just be real. But uh, it was fantastic turkey. The Thanksgiving spices, the sage. Just the the stuffing crust. Yeah, and it's essentially like you said. It's that it's they take their crust, and their crust is always fantastic. Amazing. It's one of their strong points of their pizza. Mm. It has the right balance of chew and mm -hmm. crunchiness. Mm -hmm. They, I don't know exactly what they're doing with this, other than adding those spices like sage, like poultry seasoning, almost right. in, into the crust into the dough mix before they bake it. I don't know, and it has just this wonderful 
flavor of dressing. So you're getting literally you're getting the every you're getting everything from a a turkey dinner at Thanksgiving on a pizza. It's and the cranberry drizzle. Yeah, it's not like whole cranberries. Right. And it's not like discs of cranberry jelly that have been cut off the can shaped. It is not like that. Mold no. either. No, they make a cranberry sauce and then artistically drizzle the pizza with it. Oh my gosh. So you get, you know how maybe on on Thanksgiving when you have the full plate and you make a perfect bite, here's a little bit of turkey, here's a little bit of stuffing, here's a little bit of the cranberry, here's mm -hmm. mashed potatoes and gravy and just like it's a perfect bite. That's what this pizza is. Or it's the sandwich the next day. It's the sandwich the next day that is just... <sighs> It's the, best, it's, it's the best part of Thanksgiving it's, meal. It, uh, well, it's the, less, the leftovers, leftovers. Yeah. And the sides. Let's just, yes. Well, I the sides are leftover anyway. too. Yes. This is ingenious. Their prowess, their pizza prowess, that could be a hashtag, mm -hmm. is just testament to why they have been in our community as a pillar for the last 10 years. Oh, absolutely. Their food is top-notch, and they're just amazing people. Mm. This pizza is absolutely one of my favorites. They offer yes. it. Really, they started this offering this one on November 1st. They ran it through the end of the month. It's now gone. You can't get it right now. Keep, yeah. Keep an eye out next year. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't innovate for the holiday season that is in December. We're not talking about December pizza. We're talking about November pizza. Right? I know, but I'm saying keep your eye out on their Facebook page, especially if you're local or if you're well, coming to the area. I was going to say there was a an additional, there was like a, a holiday-esque pizza that they made right after this mm -hmm. that we had that mm -hmm. involved butternut squash. It was so delicious. <laughs> Roasted. Again. Yeah. Things you don't typically hear about people putting on pizza. We link to them in the show notes and we thank them for an amazing pizza that we got to enjoy a couple of times in November and highly recommend during that month. Oh, can't recommend If you can get here. Give them a shout. Mm. Check them out. Yes. You're going to be thankful that you did. See what I did there? Ah, thankful for Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> and my, this, my mouth is watering. Oh, yeah. Thinking about the pizza, so that, I'm thirsty. That pizza is ridiculous. No, and, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and all yeah. this talk of running and eating has made us thirsty, but... <laughs> <laughs> they have a fantastic beverage menu, a cocktail menu for the, fall. That they rotate, I, I want to say, almost monthly. Yeah, I Very don't know. Frequently. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're always keeping it fresh and experimenting and coming up with great stuff. But before we talk about that, I just, you know, this past week, oh, maybe it was the week before, I got an email from the folks at Magic Mind. And I don't know if you got it because I'm subscribed and that's how we order mm -hmm. my email. But it says that Magic Mind can now be purchased with HSA and FSA funds through that's insurance. Fan that's fantastic. And because of a new partnership that they've got with TrueMed. And it's, it's flexible spending accounts or health savings accounts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have that kind of opportunity to do that through your work, then you get a link and email to their survey. You fill it out if you're in approved then they send you the reimbursement directions and instructions super easy to do and I, I just speaking of work i just think magic mind is really helping especially in this really the holidays are hectic for everybody oh, everybody yeah. you have gift giving you have holiday parties you have i can't i there's You're, you have all the regular work life stuff you got to normally do then you got to add in all that. Exactly. And shopping and cooking. And we're training for the run Disney races that are coming back in California in January. Exactly. I had my first eight mile training run on the schedule. And I'm going to tell you that's, huh? 
<laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. I, I had it this past weekend and having magic mind with my coffee in the morning before that run really helped me push through and achieve that distance when I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do that. And I, and I know I talked to you a little bit about the lion's mane mushrooms that are a part of the mix of mm -hmm. magic mind, that little, that looks like an energy shot. Yeah. bottle yeah and and it, it that lion's mane mushroom it helps with inflammation and and to know that now it's supported by some insurance funds special plans that you can get the hsa the fsa is hey it, it's only upside i only see upside what do you think yeah i'm i you've been using it to your in your morning routine mm -hmm. i've been doing the exact opposite so <laughs> i'm trying to get some extra coursework done right now and i'm between that working on the show mm. i'm looking for the afternoon and evening pick me up that's not going to wire me for sound because what i'm also very hard at work doing is training myself to have better sleep habits you're really working hard on better sleep. I am forcing myself to get to bed between 9 and 10 p.m. every night. Mm. I'm, I'm not wanting to stay up late. I'm yeah. making myself get up at 5 in the morning mm -hmm. every day. So looking for that afternoon pick-me-up. Once you're post-lunch slump, you're looking for something. Yeah. This has been my go-to. And mm -hmm. it has really helped. have one around 2 o'clock. I got it in the refrigerator at work do the shot, finish nice. up my work, do my some of my coursework, mm. come home. If I'm doing, if I didn't do my workout in the morning and I'm doing it in the evening, I can get through that. But more importantly is being able to sit down, do some of my coursework and focus and stay in that productive zone, zone. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and being able to do that without feeling jittery or tense or nervous or anything else that you might get from coffee late in the day. And then not having the deleterious or negative effects mm. when I'm trying to get to bed at a decent hour. Right. So exactly. for me, it's been fantastic. And like you said, it's like an energy shot. They're about two, yeah. two ounces. Yeah. Boom. They go down. They taste great. I like matcha anyway. And yeah, you're yeah. talking about lion's mane mushrooms yeah. and, and, and there's also cordyceps in there. It doesn't taste like mushrooms. You no. don't have to worry about like a mush earthy mushroomy taste. No, no, no. It really tastes like a sweet, fruity kind of tea. Matcha tea thing. thing. And very, very pleasant. I'm a believer. It's been really good for me. It's been really good for you. And we are lucky to have them as sponsors of the show. You can get it, Runcation Nation, at magicmind.com slash run, eat, drink. And with run, eat, drink 20, all capital letters with 20 at the end of it, run, eat, drink 20, you can get 56% off, up to 56% off a subscription or 20% off your one-time purchase. That's run, eat, drink 20, all one word. It also works if you're already a subscriber, so you save on your next, next subscription payment. Go to magicmind.com slash run, eat, drink to try it out today. Remember, that's run, eat, drink 20. And we want to thank everyone at Magic Mind for sponsoring this week's show. All right, let's talk about that drink that's still on the fall menu for a limited time. <gasps> or it was as yeah. of the, when we went... Uh, to get it, and it's actually named after Amy. Yeah, I'm so excited about. I, I just am so humbled that Greg and Yovana are. They're so creative and innovative, and they refresh their menu, their cocktail menu. Like you said, every <laughs> I don't know month, six weeks, something like that. Something I don't, like that. They they had this one around for most of the fall season, I think. And the, this menu had several bourbon-based beverages. However, this one was named well before the Barbie movie came out. And I really like how it has a little special note on the menu that says... They specify that. We had this cocktail on the menu last year before... before the Barbie movie came out because if anybody knows the history of how we came to fall in love with and support nice guys since day one, since, since 
whenever we started to hear about it and knew about it fairly early in their opening, we would come in, they didn't know our names. And the so they, what they started to call us was Barbie and Ken. Yeah, they just gave us nicknames. They gave us nicknames. And I'm, I loved Barbie and Ken when I was a kid. I'm, <laughs> I imagined having the Barbie, the pink dream car and the house. <laughs> but don't worry, the drink itself is not pink. The drink is not pink. No. It is a bourbon beverage, as if I was talking about before. There are several bourbon-based beverages here on this menu. It has bourbon, spiced pear, maple, orange, and black walnut bitters. And it's called I Dream of Autumn Barbie. That's the yeah, name of the drink. I Dream of Autumn Barbie. And I just, wow. It gives me like goosebumps when I think about it. So nice of them to actually name a beverage for me. And such a tasty beverage. I really like the smokiness of the bourbon, the sweetness of the pear. And I feel like bitters are the salt and pepper. I've said this before. The salt and pepper of the cocktail world. And they just bring out the maybe the vanilla and the caramel notes in the bourbon and the sweet Yet, just a little something extra in the pear, in the spiced pear. So, I the walnut bitters add something extra for this one. Because there's another bourbon-based beverage called the Harvest Moon on this menu, on this fall menu, that has bourbon. Um, and in, instead of the black walnut bitters, it has maple and lemon. Mm -hmm. And so, I feel like it's different i feel like the black walnut bitters adds a little bit of dryness kind of like um the tannins in red wine yeah just a little bit like that yeah black walnut bitters have a pretty pronounced and pretty strong flavor mm -hmm. so using them to bring out some of those other elements is really nice and not overdoing it right also is a talent. No, the, the I Dream of Autumn Barbie is fantastic. It mm. sounds like a girly drink. It's uh, not, I, though. I tell you, it's served in a rocks glass yeah. over a big chunk ice. of ice. It's one of those that you can order, guys, and not feel like you're drinking a girly drink at the bar. It, it basically it is like served with a dehydrated slice of pear. Yeah, it looks top. like you're drinking an old-fashioned. It's exactly what it looks like. So. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not going to pick this drink. What? The I Dream of Autumn Barbie. I know. But it's up there. It's really good. It's I love it. It's my namesake. I had to talk about it. And it was wonderful to have with the Wishbone Pizza. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. What would you what do what would you pick from? Because there are several there on are, this. You could have this entire menu, not recommended in one sitting, of course. No, but, uh, but drink responsibly and safely. But they're all wonderful, is what I'm saying. They are, and I'm going to go with something that's similar but different, and that is the fall pendennis. Oh, so good. The, now their pendennis is their traditional, their take on a smoked old fashioned, and they do a phenomenal job with it mm -hmm. on the regular. However, they offer several different versions of the pendennis throughout the year. They do the fall pendennis in the fall. They do the winter pendennis. Starting the, now, actually, yes. as we're recording this, mm -hmm. they have now put the winter menu on. Yeah. But this one's a little bit different. Instead of bourbon, they start with a pecan rye. And I'm a big fan of pecan whiskeys or pecan-infused whiskeys if they are doing an infusion. Mm -hmm. They do spiced maple, black walnut, orange, and chocolate bitters. And mm. then they smoke it chocolate bitters yeah Diff this is giving you the nuttiness of the pecan or pecan <clears throat> excuse me you're getting that spiced maple which is pumpkin spice simple syrup essentially oh think of it that way so you're getting those spices and that that hit of maple 
Then you're getting that mixture of the bitters, the black walnut, which gives you that the kind of the tannins mm-hmm. like you're talking about. Like the, the dryness. The yeah. orange bitters, which give you that real hint of the orange oil. And then the mm-hmm. chocolate bitters for a little bit of um, almost a tartness mm. that, that you get from the cacao nibs that are in the in the making of the bitters mm. and then the smoke because they actually smoke the glass when they before they they pour everything which in. is great and what a great combination of flavors because things come in oh i'm getting this now and then the next thing and then you're hit with the orange and then the chocolate and then the smoke is, is the thing that you smell at the end it's just it is such a great drink and again mm. they present it very well again mm-hmm. it's brown liquid over a big rock of, of ice in, mm-hmm. in the glass and yeah. looks great tastes like fall um both of so. these drinks clock in at $13. Sounds like a lot, but you're getting an absolutely fantastic cocktail. And again, you're not slamming five oh. of these in a night. These are sippers. Mm-hmm. That you're enjoying <clears throat> over the time with that meal, with that oh, with that hearty pizza. Exactly. Mm. So I can't recommend the Fall Pin Dentist enough or any Pin Dentist that's on their menu. Check, oh, yeah. Check it out. We'll also be linking to this in the show notes as well and if you want to go back in our catalog on runnydrink.net you will see when we used to be a video podcast you can see the making of this beverage yes we do have that yeah check it out and Mm -hmm. next week we're going to be accomplishing exploring and indulging even more but for now that is a wrap Runcation Nation, we hope you'll give Magic Mind a try. Just remember, you can go to magicmind.com slash runeatdrink to try it out today. And uh, you can get up to 56% off your subscription for the, with our code RUNEATDRINK20. That's RUNEATDRINK20, all one word. Thank mm-hmm. you for joining us in 2023 on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.